0: Christmas, it means many different things to many different people, but if you condense the many meanings of Christmas down to just one simple truth, you'll always end up with four words, over and over and over again, four words, God is with us. The holy God of Israel, wrapped warmly in humanity, is crying real tears in a real city with real parents we're trying their best to take it all in. God is with us. He's on our planet, on our countryside, in our manger. Emmanuel, the very name the angel speaks, is now given to Jesus because God is with us. Fast forward 2,000 years. The four words that changed history can now change us. Those four words are the only words that can bring meaning to the deepest places of our hearts. For the woman whose husband walked out on her and who continually struggles to pick up the pieces. For the elderly couple who can no longer care independently for themselves and who must now rely on the care of others. For the man who watches as all of his friends get married off and who painfully wonders if there's any woman out there who will ever take an interest in him. Person who is seeking truth and looking hard at Jesus as a possibility? You are not alone. You never have been, and you never will be. Because God in Christ wrapped himself in human flesh, stepped out of eternity and into time, and chose a cave in Bethlehem to communicate one simple, abiding truth God is with us. And those four words.
1: The passage that I'm going to use tonight is that of Matthew chapter 1, beginning at verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph. Word of God for all people at all times. This mo- this evening, this morning, I was just dropped back in the morning. We had service this morning, didn't we? <laughs> oh, me. Um, what was I saying? God is with us. They, is a, those are powerful, powerful words for us. And For Joseph in that moment, to have the woman that you're betrothed to come up to you and say, I'm pregnant, your immediate thought would be she slept with somebody because there's no other (laughs) way for this to happen. And so in your head, you're going, what do I do? What do I do with that? I love Mary and um, and I want to be with her, but she's not faithful to me. And this moment must have been very powerful for Joseph when the angel appeared to him and said, no, it is as she said, this, this is a doing of the Lord. This is through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the beauty of that is that it changed his life, but it also changed our life forever because it brought us in to the family of God. I think Joseph gets kind of short shrift a lot of times in the Christmas story as, because we don't spend a lot of time thinking about what it was like for Joseph. But it must have been so challenging for him. I I wonder if Joseph could have said, well, I, I know that you're telling me that this child is from God, but I still don't want to marry her. I don't, could it, Could he even have said that? I think about things like that. Now, obviously he didn't because something happened to him in that process. This dream must have been really powerful for him. I also have wondered what w- if Joseph understood what was happening. Joseph, the carpenter, he would surely know that when the angel said you're going to name him jesus that he was saying you're going to name him yeshua which translated is the one who saves so he would have understood that but did he understand that this was the beginning of the christology of of jesus the beginning of, of the the messiah entering into the world and offering this salvation the one who saves offering that salvation not just to the Jews but also beyond that to those of us who are here tonight for us as Gentiles, for us as the unchosen, the ones who used to be left out that are now brought in. It all started right there with an angel and with Joseph and Mary. The angel connects him to the story. He says, that Jesus is gonna is gonna be the one who saves, and you're gonna be his dad. What would that have been like? Okay, time out, Angel. So this is gonna be God's child, but you want me to raise him. You don't have any expectations around that, right? Because because <laughs> I I don't know that I'm gonna be able to raise him exactly perfect like maybe God would, but I'm you know I'm willing to give it a shot. Joseph is interesting. I wonder if Joseph was still connecting the dots when the angel referenced Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and we'll call him Emmanuel. I wonder if he knew the prophets. They all had to learn the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. That was the Jewish upbringing, but... The rabbis and and the learned people were the ones who learned about the prophets, and would Joseph have even known that passage? He couldn't have known that Jesus would fulfill over 300 prophecies in his lifetime. 300 prophecies in his lifetime. He wouldn't have known that Jesus was going to hang out with folks that he probably wouldn't like, that he was going to hang out with folks at the periphery, at the margins, the least and the lost. The same place that we're called to ministry today. That place where the church and the world meet. Where the church is at its best when we live in that place. He wouldn't have known that his son was going to end up on the cross. Yet, not knowing any of that, what did he do? He stepped forward in faith. He walked forward, trusting in God. I love that video that that plays at the beginning of this. Come, that long expected Jesus, because you catch a glimpse of from the apple. You know, the lion always jumps lions always jump jump out at me. You know, Daniel and the lion's den and and Abraham and then Moses and the parting of the Red Sea. See, this this story of Jesus, the story that we're celebrating as we enter into Christmas, is a story that God's been writing from the beginning. From the time of Genesis, from the time of uh, Adam and Eve the first and first human beings God has has known that we have a real tendency to not do it right and fall by the wayside and we need a little help so he sent Jesus to be that for us you know this life of ours we have ups and downs amen struggles and, and triumphs and Joseph wasn't exempt from that we're not exempt from that all of these things are part of life Jesus himself was not exempt from trials and struggles. And perhaps that's one of the greatest things that we have from God. It's not a kind of the I'm up here and you're down there and I don't understand. Jesus understands. God understands. Whatever we're going through, whatever you're going through today, God is there. Emmanuel, God with us. He knows what it's like on the good days. He knows what it's like on the bad days. He knows that sometimes we see things as bad and they're actually good, that we see things upside down at times. And the one thing that we can rely on through all of that is Emmanuel. God is with us. No matter what in your life might be upside down today, God is with you. You might be on one of those highs, on one of those, 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 those up, you know, you're headed to the top of the mountain and, you, and you're seeing a beautiful view up there. That might be where you are and God is with you in there. No step that we take is apart from him. I love the Isaiah passage for another reason. It's because it was written 700 years before Jesus. One of the greatest evidences that we have is Holy Scripture. Writings that tell us about Jesus that were written hundreds of years before he came. Emmanuel, God with us, 700 years before he came, and now it's lived out in our day-to-day life. And as we come to the close of Christmas Eve, and we enter into Christmas Day, Pray you find a way to trust in Emmanuel, to allow that to be a part of every day of your life. That whatever you're going through, you can rely on God being with you. You know, the service at six, we did we used the lightsabers and and we'd hold them up to every time that we said hope or new hope. And the reason for that is. We have such a hope in God such a hope and we get lost sometimes forgetting in forgetting that but it w- was one way that we can remember God is with us and we have a hope even in the midst of fame even in the midst of the ups and downs